Owning an investment property can be challenging, but it doesn't have to be. At Heritage Realty Property Management, they handle the challenges for you, ensure it's rented, maintained, and gets the highest return possible, while you just collect the check. With over 50 years experience, you can trust Heritage Realty to provide the property care you want and rental knowledge you need. Visit HeritageRealtyKnox.com to connect with the team more landlords trust. Heritage Realty. We treat your property as if it were our own. At 865-656-9900. Now back to Tyler and Will on 99.1, the sports animal. And I think since he stepped foot on campus, um, I remember, <clears throat> you know, literally probably one of the first days that he's on campus, he's already texting me, yeah, like, let's go, let's go throw. Like, let's go get on the field somewhere. Let's go find a park. Let's go, you know, just try to build this thing, right? Because he knew that his moment would come and he needed to be prepared for it. Um, so just the way that, that Joe's approached every day since he's been here as a leader, um, as a player, obviously the guy's a specimen. Like he is physically gifted more than anybody that goes in a quarterback position. That would be Farragut product, Jacob Warren. Final year in a Tennessee uniform. I'm going to say it right now. They haven't, al- they haven't already kind of handed out who the captains are going to be. That's going to come whenever the first day, Tennessee, Virginia. That's a Saturday thing. I can make a lot of proclamations on this program, Will West, Tyler and Will from Moonshine Mountain Cookie Company here in Farragut. Big thank you to our friend Mark Pankratz for having us out here from Axiom Wealth Management. But, Will, here's a prediction. Are you ready? Did you hear that, boys? That was Jacob Warren talking about Joe Milton. If Jacob Warren isn't one of the captains this year at the coin toss, I don't know anything anymore. That guy's leadership has gone through. That guy was a leader when he was an 18-year-old kid leaving Farragut High School to become a Tennessee student athlete, and now he's 22, 23 years of age as a senior. If that guy isn't wearing a captaincy, if that guy isn't calling coin tosses Saturday for Virginia, I don't know what's happening because that guy clearly is one of the leaders of this Tennessee locker room. Yeah, it's he is. And then him juicing up his guy as well, so that, that means a lot. Isn't it? Doesn't it speak to his leadership that – Warren caught 12 passes last year, and he's a guy at SEC Media Days. Yeah. Right? What does that tell you? Yeah, that he's a guy talking at uh, on the microphone and things like that. Like just whatever Jacob Warren does next, he's whether he's you know, going to be more of a blocking tight end in the NFL that can catch right. or like – because he, he kind of is that guy that I look at, I'm like, I could see him being a second tight end in the league. Like, I could see him being that guy. But good for, good for Jacob Warren for the career that he's had, and I don't think he's, uh, he's done with it quite yet. Talking about how Joe is wanting to find places to throw, trying to get that rapport down, trying to right out of the gate since he got there when Jacob was still young himself because he knew his time was going to come. Will, these are just the stories we continue to hear. They're just now Jacob Warren. Will, what was it now? Eight days ago, a week ago, Monday, you know, we had Josh Dobbs join the program for the first time, and he talks about a February football he gives a shout to Joe Milton when Dobbs was in town, just there doing some things here in Knoxville before going back to Nashville. Not only does Joe show up with the quarterback room, but everyone in the wide receiver room, even the young guys who are fresh on campus, you could be doing anything on a Friday night in February. There's no camp. Play video games, go to the bar, do what you do, hang out with your friends. Joe Milton, they flip the lights on there at the facility. Dobbs now. We have Jacob Warren sharing stories of kind of where the leadership is going for Joe Milton. Well, well, let's talk about Tennessee's players because we talked about leaders. We talked about breakout players. Right. We talked about who's going to, you know what I mean? Like, give me, st- let's talk about statistical leaders for Tennessee. Not just locker room leaders, but who are the leaders on the field or on Please. the sideline. But let's talk about statistical leaders. Passing, I think we all know the answer, right? <clears throat> Sounds like it's Joe. 
Well, it's going to be Joe. Man, I'm going to cross every finger this year. God forbid something terrible happens. And then it's the every end. toe. Um, but rushing. Rushing for Tennessee. Jaylo, I think that Tennessee J- last year was 36th in the nation in rushing yardage. 199 yards per game. Correct me if I'm wrong. Both small and right had 10 touchdowns each. Uh, yes. One at in, one in 10, one at 13. So let's go through this. Who, and, led, who led last year, by the way? Uh, Jabari Small with the most touchdowns. Uh, Jalen Wright with the most rushing yards. So who leads Tennessee in rushing yards this year, Ivan? Jalen Wright. I agree with you. You I agree with this? You. Yeah. Also leads in touchdowns, Ooh, too. Ooh, okay. That is different. Ground. On the ground, rushing touchdowns, rushing yards, both belong to Jalen Wright. Jalen Wright last year averaged six yards a carry. Jalen Wright had, uh, let's see, 11 fewer attempts than uh, Jabari Small, but he rushed for uh, 146 more yards than Jabari Small. And Jabari Small, what did I get a bad year? ran 4.7 yards per carry, 13 touchdowns, right? Right. right. And, and really the biggest thing is the, the difference in Jabari Small is kind of a bowling ball type back. And Jalen Wright was a was a big playback. Yep. I mean, he had an 83-yard run in that one. So I, I will say small one. And I can see Jabari Ball becoming um, – or Jabari Small. I, I think Wright is going to lead in rushing yards. I can see Jabari Small becoming um, – Becoming like lead, kind of a touchdown vulture role or red red zone type back. Right. I also when you get down and it's third and four at the twenty three and they're trying to hold you to a field goal, doesn't it seem like that's when Wright breaks off a big run for you or something Every like time that? Off the corner, he yeah, finds one yeah. inside the Tennessee's tackle. just trying to not turn the ball over. So it, on the seventeen yard line, and the next thing you know, it's a seventeen yard touchdown yeah. run for for uh, Jabari Small ripping through two or three arm tackles. Yeah, so I'll say Small ends up being the guy that leads the team in, in rushing touchdowns. What do you think, Riley? It's Jalen Wright for me. I'm rocking with you guys as rushing yards. I will lean for Jabari Small for touchdowns. I just think that Jalen Wright, he's got that big playability over Small, but I continue to believe that Tennessee trusts Jabari Small just a little bit more in those goal line situations. And also, guys, they're going to play the guy who can pass, pass block better, simply said. So we'll see who that is, whether it's the three of them, Small, Sampson, or Wright in that situation. Receiving. Give me the receipt. We got a picture of Brew McCoy here. We're here at Moonshine Mountain Cookies. Brew McCoy is your cookie monster in IL. <laughs> Ain't nobody breaking into Moonshine Mountain <laughs> Cookie Company. This silhouette <laughs> scares me. We were we were just talking about it. Brew McCoy. Sophia was like, Brew McCoy scares me every time. But you know why? Hunting for those two touchdowns right. every game. I just took a shoe off and threw it at it. He thought it was a real person. Um, okay. Cookie monster for the NIL deal, which, by the way, if you missed anything, anybody who's NIL deal, man, Mike said some great things about yeah. what he's doing at the University of Tennessee. My earlier. Maddox and the great people here at Moonshine Mountain Cookie Company. Receiving yardage. Let's yardage. start there. Yardage. I'll tell you. Dante Thornton. Dante Thornton. So stretching la- out stretching out the secondary one-on-ones, size and speed. You said yardage. Receiving yardage, Dante Thornton. Last year, Ramel Keith averaged 18 yards per reception. Oh, I've got something for Ramel. And so I think I'll take Ramel Keaton to lead in yardage, but Brew McCoy to lead in receptions. Who do you have leading in receptions? Brew McCoy. Okay. Size of those hands. Already has himself a little bit of a rapport down with Joe Milton. Last year, whenever you saw last year, whenever you saw Cedric Tillman hit the deck in the Akron game, I thought to myself, oh, man, this is not going to be good for Tennessee football. There's so much that they have to get done. Brew McCoy took that opportunity not only as a leadership role, but to get himself acquainted with the quarterbacks. I get it. It was more Hendon and Brew. But I think that Joe and Brew got a rapport down, much like you already heard about Jacob Warren to start our segment. Catches? Receptions? That's Brew McCoy. Yeah, what do you think, Riley? 
So I'm saying receptions and yards will be Brew McCoy. I think he's going to have the same season or similar season as to what Cedric Tillman had two years ago under Josh Heupel's first season. But for touchdowns, I'm going to say Dante Thornton. We know Josh Heupel loves that slot spot. I'm going to say Dante Thornton with the explosive playability. He will lead Tennessee in touchdowns. Ivans, Ramel Keaton, returning leader. Hyatt had 15 touchdown receptions. Next was Keaton at five, then Brew at four. Who leads Tennessee in touchdown receptions this year? Ramel Keaton. I agree with you there. I think Ramel Keaton's going to be the leader in, recept- in touchdown receptions and uh, receiving yards. And again, it's just going to become just because of average yards per touch. Ramel Keaton. Keaton's going to get. I think there's going to be so much attention paid to what exactly Brew's going to be doing on the football field this year. And I think some of the already names that we've already kind of got to know. Notice none of us said Squirrel White, and there was a point in time where we thought Squirrel White could end up being one of the massive pieces. Because those I last asked, four games were just insane for Squirrel. So, Riley, i got to ask you, is it because of the nicks and bruises? You said there were times that Squirrel wasn't seen during the availability for the media. Where are you on Squirrel right now and where he's going to be? Because I think some people listening to us on drive time go, why are they not bringing up Squirrel's name? There's some concerns. I know there's some ores on the depth chart, but where is Squirrel White when it comes to status-wise? I'm not saying at all he's going to not be a big contributor for Tennessee this season. He has been nicked up most of camp, and in that situation, Dante Thornton has taken full advantage of the opportunity. And guys, here's the thing. Would you? I'm not trying to diss on Squirrel White's height. Would you rather have a 6'5 guy in the slot who can run as fast as Dante Thornton can or Squirrel White who is a little smaller and shifty? But to me, I just think that Dante Thornton has just bigger upside and a different matchup problem for a defense than Squirrel White does. I can see that. I hear what he's saying, but I, it's Squirrel White I think will end up. Yes or no? When Squirrel White gets his opportunity, does he, does he have a chance to lead any of those three categories? Catches, yards, touchdowns. It would be touchdowns because I, he he could go for a game, two or three catches for like let's just say ninety yards. It's but his score breakaway. Twice. Yeah, it's but yards score after twice. contact. Yeah, yes, it, well, yards of the catch. I mean, not even contact because he's not a big guy. He's going to burn by yeah. somebody and just run to the Slot end like high did last yeah. season. Gone, yeah. see yeah, because what you're looking at was yep. one. Yeah, exactly what we're looking for. Uh, defensively, you got one for me quickly. Yeah, yeah let's do a quick one. Uh, we'll do interceptions. Trayvon Flowers, uh, Tamari McDonald, Kamal Haddon, all tied with two last year. Welcome back. I think there's going to be less of this and i'm doing the talking with my hand my left hand that's a visual medium everybody can see everybody radio works well visual yeah right i think there's gonna be less trash talking i think kamal Haddon. we've heard the rumors that kamal Haddon is the most talented player defensively they have i think kamal Haddon shows that this year interceptions in the turnover category i think it's gonna be kamal Haddon too but but there's a guy that everybody talked about last year as eventually he's gonna become the revis of this defense and that's christian charles what's happened to christian charles riley I'm not sure, guys. He's not even been listed on the depth chart. He has been he's been kind of banged up again. One of those guys most of camp he's been in and out of practice. He still may be one of those guys who's been nicked up and other guys have kind of taken over that chance, whether it be Andre Turrentine, Wesley Walker, Danico Slaughter. So I think it's just he's been hurt and has not been fully available for Tennessee. Yeah, I think it's gonna be Cabal Had as well. Are we are we all in agreement about tackles? Real quick, if anybody, if there was a book out there that I, I think it's Peely, but it's you got to remember, Aaron Beasley uh, did pretty well at those last years. But seventy six, Keenan Peely, I could see having triple digits. Yeah, that's Riley Thomas back in the Budweiser Studios. Tyler Ivins, Will West, where are we? Well, if you make that drive west, Farragut, or if it's more of a Pellissippi Parkway, you can find us here at Moonshine Mountain Cookie Company. Mike Maddox and the staff. 
I want to let you know it's more than a cookie. It's dessert. And, of course, here at Moonshine Mountain Cookie Company, we've already pointed it out. They've got the silhouette here at the cardboard cutout. Will West, remember, you get two free cookies from Moonshine Mountain Cookie Company every single time Brew McCoy finds the end zone twice. Two touchdowns, two cookies. It's happening, man, here at Moonshine Mountain. And we're here courtesy of Mark Pankratz, Axiom Wealth Management. Thank you so much for Mark for having us out here at Moonshine Mountain Cookies. Love it or leave it, the final word all on the way. 99.1, you're listening to The Sports Animal. More to get to next from Farragut. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose, to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Stacking Benjamins with Joe and his good friend OG not only has great financial insight, it's laid back with humor too. The quiet luxury trend is out and loud budgeting is in. Are we tired of the pet names? Yeah, because I'm loud and obnoxious, so this fits right in with me. I'm like, yes, finally budgeting for me. (laughs) I get to walk into a restaurant and go, I'm cheap as hell, and you're not getting a tip. Live from Doug's Budget. (laughs) Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Miss any part of the show? Check out the podcast powered by Craven Wings. This is Tyler and Will on 99.1, the Sports Animal. Live from Moonshine Mountain Cookies. Remember, anytime Brew McCoy catches two touchdown passes in a game, you get two free cookies at any Moonshine, either of the two two Moonshine Mountain Cookie locations right here in East Tennessee. Guess where I just and they're, was. And they're not a franchise. Actually, just local people that were cooking these cookies for 30 years and people finally convinced them to open a business. And my gosh, it's oh, all well. It was a good decision. We forgot to tell Mike about the Tyler and Will cookie. Uh-huh. Okay, well, real quick, real quick. If we ever get a chance to sit in front of Mike again, what's the one ingredient that's got to be in the Tyler and Will cookie? All you get of the one, chocolate. So just chocolate chips? No, chocolate okay all of it um mine has to have you're gonna think i'm nuts when i say this buffalo sauce buffalo wing sauce okay yes crazy uh no correct answer white chocolate oh so oh how about so a chocolate cookie with white chocolate chips the tyler and will cookie yeah, there you go company you're welcome america so when's the next time we're gonna sit in front of mike and present him with this idea well i mean his uh, wife yeah. is the one who's the attention to detail if you haven't heard the story they've been making great cookies for their families and friends for how many years will yep and then finally they said hey you know what mike maybe you and your wife should open up some doors and maybe uh, do some businesses and mike's like all right let's do it yep and it's been like that for how long you know the moonshine mountain cookie company we know the moonshine mountain cookie company and you already said it will mark pankratz two thumbs up to you man we'll save you some cookies next time you come through that being said, a man we will not be saving cookies from. That'd be Riley Thomas. Hi, kid. <laughs> Riley, fire away. Love it or leave it time here on The Animal. There's two sides to every question. Love it or leave it. 
on 99.1 The Sports Animal. Sophie and Riley are going to be sending us home with cookies. Just, Mike, your staff's over here busting their rear ends, and it's good things yeah, that are happening absolutely. here in Farragut. What do you got for us there, Riley? All righty, guys. First up for you both, Tennessee has announced a sellout for this Saturday's game versus Virginia at Nissan Stadium. Love it or leave it. The Vols covering the 28-point spread. Yes, don't even blink twice at it, especially when we keep hearing about all the injuries and all the no-shows for Virginia. Sacks leader, not back. Passing touchdown leader, not back. Offensive line's got dinged. Will, do you want me to keep going through the list of things yeah, that are not yeah, doing yeah. well? Tennessee's going to cover the spread, and I think it's going to get even larger than the 28 it's at right now, so jump yeah, on it. It's, uh, we talked about this on uh, the Sports Source Sunday, and Cavaliers had it at 31.5, and, a half, and I, think, I think Chuck's right. That That's should be the good, number. Oh. That if it was 31 and a half, I'd start leaning Virginia. Would you? Because I think it's the, that's the neighborhood it's going to be in. That's and a good number. And so, I, I, yeah, I think Tennessee definitely covers the 28. Many NFL insiders are predicting that Dak Prescott's future could be in flux after the acquisition of Trey Lance from the 49ers. Love it or leave it, Lance will force the Cowboys to make a change at quarterback. <laughs> are we really asking that this question? Yeah. Hard leave. That's not going to happen. I don't like the way the Cowboys have handled this, and it makes me think that they're that Jera is going to undermine Dak at some point. What is but it ain't going to be because Trey Lance played so well a practice. This so is well a Paul Hammond to, Brock Lesnar thing. I think is about to well, happen. I just think he is what he is. I think that he had a really in a in a really successful offense, doing exactly like at a very short sample size. Right. He looked incredible, and he's just honestly not that good. Right. I think it's going to be one of those situations where he does not start. Unless he's injured. But I think that if they can unlock anything that, that San Francisco couldn't, this is going to be Dallas's way of get-out-of-jail-free card with the Dak Prescott contract. I think that there's a chance that if this does not go as well as they think they can, they're going to get out of this Dak Prescott deal after they've given out the guaranteed money and they're going to fall back on Trey Lance. Yeah, I, I, it's so stupid. That, but that's what they're going to that do. I love, but him actually pushing him out because of a skill set, that's yeah. not going to happen. It's going to be strictly money if it happens. Sources are telling ESPN the Colts will not trade star running back Jonathan Taylor. Love it or leave it. Indianapolis holding on to the disgruntled back. Well, you said it last week. Who's the best team for Jonathan Taylor? The, the best team, fit? The team that's got him. Yeah. So the Colts, keep a guy. You entertaining trading him because he didn't like the numbers or him and Jim Irsay had some spats back and forth across social media and through the media when it came to his contract. I'm sorry, I don't negotiate with terrorists. And Jonathan Taylor's going to try to hold up his end of the bargain by not showing up? Cool. Find him till he plays, and then let's see if you can get the most out of him. Everybody else is on board in Indianapolis, it sounds like, but Jonathan Taylor. I yeah. leave, and I love it from an Indianapolis standpoint. I leave that Jonathan Taylor tried to call their bluff, and yeah. they just sat on him. I, I agree with you. I and, and I hate to say it, he's on the physically unable to perform list. Right Not now. the non-football injury right. list. Right now he is. So, I... Hey, let's be real. It's just, I hate to be late this way because normally, like, I understand that based on the CBA, and this is why Peyton and Drew Brees and all those dudes tried to say don't take the CBA, but the players needed their game checks. Right. And so they went ahead and agreed to a bad deal. That's the only recourse they have in the NFL is to hold out. This is your rookie contract. This is I'm bad, sorry. I don't know who told him to do this. This work is awful out, advice. Work out your rookie contract. Also, especially in the year where it doesn't work, no running backs getting paid. That's when you decide to do this and you're on your rookie deal. 
The only other guy that we've seen do this on the rookie deal was Kyler, right? And how's that working out? They would love to get rid of him in Arizona. Jonathan Taylor, who when he was at Wisconsin looked like he was going to be a can't-miss difference maker, not only for college football, but in the National Football League. I don't know who his advisory board is or who's in his ear, but he needs and to he seems like a, he seems like a good young man. He's got a good head on his shoulders. Yeah. One of the best interviews yeah. we used to do Iowa-Wisconsin stuff all the time. Yeah. He gets it, man. He's he charity guy. really bad advice. Oh, it is really it's bad. bad it's bad. So you're not making a ton of money because you're on a second-round rookie contract, and now you're going to have to pay a ton of money out because you held out during camp. Remember when Saquon was going to do this whole tough guy? No, I'm going to be the guy who sets the standard. Then a couple guys from the Giants got to go, hey, young blood, don't do this. Yeah. And guess what he did? And Saquon Signed said his he non-tender. He only said he didn't want to. And what they did was work out a one-year deal. Right. Where it's not any game So sit at the table and figure it out. Yeah. But I would just, if you're a running back, how you how you make your money now is by getting franchised. That's how you make your money. Especially in running backs. That's yeah. how you make your money. John Calipari has become a proponent of one-and-dones in college sports since the age requirement was moved to 19. Today, though, he compared the transfer portal to the one-and-done over the last two <laughs> years. Love it or leave it, you agree with the U.K. coach. Uh, look, it's, it, I mean, it's similar that your player can leave and you don't control your roster, but the guy who's made, taken the most advantage of one-and-done is complaining about the transfer portal by is. comparing it to the one-and-done. Is this no, opposite day? Jim Har- wait, wait, first no, no, Jim no. Harbaugh, Here's now John Calipari. I like it when it benefits me. I don't like it when it, when it doesn't benefit wah, me. Wah. That's what it is. Wah. That's what it always is. Somebody hush that baby up. <laughs> Leave it. Carbon co- I don't like carbon copy. This is his last year in Kentucky. I, absolutely. He's, he hey, guess abs- what? Somebody be dumb enough to, t- to dance around an NBA contract? This fool's going to take it well, this time. Don't I would do this. it. I think they run him off. Oh. And the, the other side of it is he he even said when he got the job to do that. When he got the job, he said this is the job you can only stay you can't stay there ten years. You can only be there about five years, and then you jump to another job because nobody can survive here ten years. And he did not jump to another job and take his own advice. Yes. And now I, he's going to have to win. Please don't be a dumb NBA team and dance a contract out in front of this guy's face. Oh, I, New think, York I think he's just going to be gone, and he's going to be doing what Patino did for a little while. Oh. Iona's of the world. Maybe maybe he does. He's at TCU, something like that. Who takes over at UK? Uh, I don't know. Pick a Hurley. Who takes over at UK? Pick a Hurley. Bobby Hurley. Yeah, yeah. Bobby I Hurley. So. I think so. Bobby Hurley. That's yeah. the right answer. You and I are on the same page today. Last one, guys. Today is National Lemon Juice Day. Love it or leave it. Nick Saban is the sourest coach in the SEC. Okay, so uh, here's the ooh, thing. He's not. Go ahead. Oh, who you got? I got Jimbo. Uh, Jimbo, sourest coach. No, the one if who you want to say scumbag, no, like if sou- you want to say dirtiest, if you want to say the guy that's most likely to throw Fuji dust in somebody's eyes and uh, on the like at, at the pregame handshake, God rest his soul. Yeah, that's uh, that is Jimbo. Here's the question I have about Saban: Is he the sourest if he lets you know ahead of time this is who I am and you could like it or not like it, or is a guy like Shane Beamer? Where I act like I'm the fun time guy Ooh. and I'm everybody's best friend until anybody coach till anybody asks me any question that I don't like and then I pitch a fit on the stage. Like it which is oh, which that's is good. worse. That's good. I still think Saban's probably I'm the saltiest. Still. I think Saban's the saltiest coach. I'll say because sometimes you don't see sour coming and then sour just happens, and that's that's Shane Beamer. Sour meaning that my you know you knew what you're getting yourself into. The world's out to get me. I knew it was going to end this way. Yada, rada, 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 cry, cry, cry. Jimbo Fisher. Okay. Like, like you reap what you sow, dude. Yeah. You reap what you sow. Jimbo Fisher is that guy. But 
your explanation, but your explanation to me about Shane Beamer, South Carolina football coach. Oh yeah. Oh Look man, that I'm, I'm like Ted Lasso. Why did you hire Dowell Loggins when he didn't do well in the NFL? Yeah. Did you not go call eight coaches? Did you? And he's screaming and yelling at everybody, pitching a fit. Yeah, that's that to me. That's why I say it's hey, it's 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 Beamer. Save it again. Saltiest, save it. Save it's like old guy three scotches in from six a.m. to yes, midnight. Yes, uh, just surly, but but it, he lets you know who he is. So it's not like you're getting caught off guard by the guy trying to pretend like he's uh, Mister Funtime, Happy Sunshine, Puppy Dogs. True or false, Sergeant Pepperoni is our favorite pizza joint. Yeah, Sergeant Pepperoni is fantastic. And Sergeant Pepperoni brings you love it or leave it every single day. Sergeant Pepperoni and Bearded, you'll love them. Pizza dome handmade, perfected in-house every single day. Plus, they serve unique fresh salads, sandwiches, homemade breads, and calzones. It's Sergeant Pepperoni's Pizzeria in Bearded. Did we miss somebody on our list? Sourest coach of the SEC. Riley, we is there anybody? Saban, we brought up Beamer. We brought up Jimbo. Did we Did we miss anybody? Because you know who? Mark Stoops, I and I know that I, I am a big fan of Mark Stoops, and if you listen to the program for any length of time, you know that I'm, I think that guy overachieves. I'd love to see him at the A&M job. I, I would hate to see it if I'm a Tennessee fan, but I'd love, like, I think that guy would Which crush is funny to say that. I've been told by every person in Iowa City, Iowa, that as soon as Kirk hangs it up and it's not going to be a son, they're going to call him. They're calling Mark Stoops. Go, That'd be a good spot for him. Oh, That'd be Stoops a really good spot with the for Iowa him. program. Yeah. I think Mark Stoops but, is good as gone to Iowa when, when Farron's on uh, hangs Stoops, it up. Stoops did cut a promo on his basketball coach for saying it's a basketball school at a basketball school and pounded his chest about going 8-4 and four and winning the Outback Bowl. Who's the sourest coach in the SEC? There's got to be a candidate we didn't bring up. I'm throwing Lane Kiffin in there. I mean, you heard Ooh, him at uh, media days. He was sour about all that stuff. He, he was complained. sour. So, he was sour. But that's not the day-in, day-out lane, or maybe this day-in, day-out lane. Well, I guess you never know. But I, I'm going to throw him in the conversation. I don't mm. think he's the most, but I'll throw him in there. Brian Kelly's over in the corner waving, by the way. Uh, true. I got one more, but I don't know if I'm ready to bring him up. No, who you got? Not, they're not technically in the SEC yet. Oh, Sarkeesian? Sark. Mm. Oh, hey, no, hey. no, no. Venables. Venables. Ooh, I'll just, I'll just tell is. you point blank. When Venables, when it, it was down to Mel Tucker, Venables, yeah. Jeremy Pruitt for the job here in Tennessee. Yeah. And I mean everybody and their cousin that knew anything about the Clemson program or had been around Brent yeah. Venables that I knew sent me a message and said, good luck with that guy. Worst student in college athletics. This and I'm Venables like, still. and I don't think he's a bad guy like that. I just think he's not nice. Right, this he's, is still Brett Venables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just a be- just not a nice guy, and so Venables, he'll have a say in that matter. You, like the again, it all goes through Tuscaloosa first, the road to see who's yeah. the sourest coach. But Venables could be in that conversation. That's what West Tyler Ivans, Moonshine Mountain Cookie Company, Mike Maddox. Thank you, Mark Pankratz over at Axiom Wealth Management. Thank you. Final word on the afternoon drive program. We call Tyler and Will's next on ninety nine point one, the Sports Animal. Inside look at Hollywood with Michael Rosenbaum. Let's get inside of my buddy Kumal Nanjiani. When you talk about Eternals and it wasn't the response that you were hoping, how did that affect you? Marvel thought that we'd be going on a wave of raves, you know, and it wasn't true. The reviews were really bad. And you were aware of it while you were on tour? Yeah, I was too aware of it. And so very intentionally, I did start counseling. Emily says that I do have trauma from it. Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen.
gambled on his nephew's second grade field day. Tyler Ivins is live on Tyler and Will. Who is the least sourest coach in the SEC? Uh, is it is Heifel. Okay. The, the, again, he's the, the the one human being that didn't complain. I'm not saying that because we're in Knoxville. I mean, that's the one dude. I mean, we asked him point blank. Hey, how come you're the one guy not belly aching about NIL? Because I don't like to make that money. I could have made a ton of money. He's right. He could have made a ton of money. You know so who my vote was going to be? Who? I have hype second. Second, like the second least Pippen. sourest. Sam Pippen. Yeah, Pippen. Pippen's just enjoying life. He just man. wants a beer. Dude, he wants canned beer. Yep. He's going to hang out with his wife on the porch no, 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 and drink yeah, canned no, beer. You're, you're absolutely right. You hand him a bottle of beer, he's going to ask you why you're so This fancy. is one of the biggest Arkansas wins of all time, Coach. How are you going to take it in tonight? Gets his arm tighter around his old lady's oh, yeah. shoulders. Kisses her on the forehead. I appreciate it. Look at all of this. This yep. is great. Think I'm just going to go home and have me a beer. Yeah, that's right. He's going he's gonna to pop up with a can of Bud Heavy, and he's going to throw on an 8-track of uh, Almond Brothers, and that's what <laughs> Sam Pittman's going to enjoy tonight. <laughs> hey, do you play that on Spotify? What's Spotify? I've got an 8-track. Uh, you know he doesn't do it. Yes, that's <laughs> oh, exactly what happens. Not. He does not know what, what streaming music is. <laughs> you know what he does know, though? What's that? It doesn't matter if you're Sam Pittman. It doesn't matter if you're Nick Saban. It doesn't matter if you're Dow Loggins. It doesn't matter if you're tied to any other SEC program. You come to Knoxville, Tennessee, you better be stopping by Moonshine Mountain Cookie And Company. if you can come to Knoxville, Tennessee, MoonshineMountainCookies.com. You can order a taste of Tennessee wherever you're streaming us right now for Moonshine Mountain Cookies. And remember, Brew McCoy, your cookie monster NIL uh, uh, recipient this year, which means Brew scores two touchdowns in any game. Everybody gets two cookies at Moonshine Mountain Cookies. Hey, can I promo what we're doing again? I know I did it yesterday, but for those that didn't hear it, tomorrow, Eric Kane, 330 to 4. Yep. On Thursday, Simon says, Kevin Simon going to join us every Thursday during the football season from 330 to 4 o'clock to talk about the balls in the NFL. On Friday, we will have our pig scan panel. Heath Schuler, Jimmy Hyams joining us from 4 to 5. Will you retire already? On Monday, we have, next Monday, we will have John Pennington and Bob Hodge. We're bringing back the round table to Tyler and Will. It's going to be on for 3.30 to 4.30. At 4.30, Josh Dobbs joins us 4.30 to 5 every single Monday. Dude, this football season is getting nuts already, and we haven't even kicked off in Nashville yet. That is right. Man, it's nuts. Which, by the way, is anybody surprised by that? The university announced about two hours ago it's officially a sellout for Saturday. I'm not surprised that 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 happened, but good for them. Good for them that it it worked out that way. Yeah, so it's going to feel like a game at Neyland Stadium, one, because it's sold out, and two, they're actually taking the Tennessee announcers from the stadium and all the kind of... You know, pomp and circumstance. Yeah, yep. so you'll hear Jarnigan on the uh, the PA there at Nissan Stadium this Saturday. Hey, Riley Thomas, dude, feet in the facility. We appreciate it. I had him box up some cookies here at Moonshine Mountain Cookie Company. I might bring some back to you. But don't hold your breath. I don't, I don't believe it. Don't, okay. Don't hold your breath. Yeah, Ivins lives like 12 minutes in the other direction. You think he's going to drive back 17 minutes in the in that direction? I Actually, don't. no, I'm at, you ready for this? Guess what I'm doing tonight? What are you doing? I'm going to one of our favorite restaurants down the road from here. My old female roommate, we used to live together in college. Yeah. She just moved back to town with her husband, and he's like, my husband doesn't believe that I used to live with you. And I was like, well, I guess we should meet your husband tonight. Yeah. I haven't seen my roommate in years. Oh, this is going to be cool. awesome. That's cool. I'll go to Costco because that's what dads do. Yeah. That's, dude, one of these days I'm actually going to do a Costco Tuesday night with yeah, you. Yeah, when you want to do a Costco, you let me know. We'll do a, we'll well, do well, a well, Costco. When did, did it become a verb? It's, it, that's because that's, it it's always been a verb. It's a verb. It's a noun. It's an adjective. It's an adverb. Now, the Costco, you got to go on the weekend when they got the samples out, and what you got to do is do the sample and pretend you like the sample enough that you're thinking of buying it, even though you just wanted the free food. See, that's too much acting for me. Baker, thank you. Riley, thank you. He's Will. I'm Tyler. Moonshine Mountain Cookie Company, thank you. We're back tomorrow at 3.
Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? She is the least credible person I may have ever seen on camera. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Guys, not everything is 40 chess. Why can't we just laugh? Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. We all know I'm the number one rapper in the world thanks to Facts by Tom McDonald. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. Listen.